This episode of Bradley's House Podcast is brought to you in part by our friends at HeyGoodFarms.com. HeyGood Farms' goal has always been to provide hemp products that improve your quality of life. And their process is really the difference maker. HeyGood Farms handles your product from the dirt all the way to delivery. This ensures a top quality product every time. And all their hemp comes from the same process, from the same facility, ensuring consistency in every order. Check out HeyGoodFarms.com. That's H-A-Y-G-O-O-D-F-A-R-M-S.com. And check out their incredible line of gummies, cartridges, oils, skincare, capsules, and even a line of products for our furry friends in the pet care section. The point of using CBD is to make sure that you're not putting bad stuff into your body. So check out HeyGoodFarms.com. You can see their lab results, reviews, and read more about their process and what makes HeyGoodFarms.com the leader in the CBD and hemp industry. We thank HeyGoodFarms for sponsoring this podcast and working with the Knoll Family Foundation in getting Bradley's house open to help us in our war against opioids. What's up, everyone? This is Sequoia Rob from the Ruffalos. You're listening to Bradley's House Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. It is that time again for my favorite weekly podcast, Bradley's House. I'm your co-host, Jared Orr. She is the executive director of the Knoll Family Foundation and our host, Ms. Kelly Knoll. Kelly, how you doing tonight? I'm doing so fantastic, Jared. How are you? Oh my God. I'm just, I'm so excited to be here. I always am every time we're getting ready to record uh, an episode of Bradley's house, but today is kind of a special episode, one that I am super excited for. And uh, I don't even, I don't want to waste any more time, Kelly. Who's our house guest today? We are so thrilled to have on with us again, the man that makes Kelly Roots happen, and I guarantee there's nobody listening to the show that has never heard of Kelly Roots. It's impossible. And this this festival has been going on for well over a decade. I'm sure he'll tell us for sure, but I know it's over a decade. And we were fortunate enough to be a part of it back in 2019. And then, as everyone knows, COVID hit 2020. There was no Cali Roots. 2021, no Cali Roots were finally going to get back there this year, May 26th through 29th. And so we are so excited to have with us today, Dan Sheehan. Dan, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you guys. I love these intros. That was so awesome. It makes me feel so good. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back on the show. Well, we are so excited to have you. When we had you before, it was so much fun. You had so many great stories. So we were just looking for an excuse to have you again, to be totally honest. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) But we've been super excited and talking for the last couple months on every episode about Cali Roots and the fact that it's coming up. I just love this festival. I love the whole vibe. I love the people. It was such a great experience for us back in 2019, and we've been so excited to do it again. And uh, so it's finally coming up, May 26th through 29th in Monterey, California. You must be going crazy with only a few weeks left. Uh, I am going crazy. Um, it's uh, it's been a it's been a while two years, right? And so yeah. you know, there was there was definitely some stop and go, and and there was a point where I was like, you know what, I am not working on this festival right now because I was, uh, you know, I'm still like I'm still kind of jaded, uh, you sure. know, with everything that we've been through. And then I, uh, I was like, you know, we're not working on this festival right now because I don't know if it's going to happen. And this was, this mm. was months ago, you know, and, yeah. um, and, uh, but you know, obviously the last six months we've been, we've been going full blast on it. Um, and it's, there's a lot of work to do and, and there's, 
new challenges that have come up and, you know, various little things. And, and also some of the stuff like, you know, like we're a little out of practice, you know, and um, it is like riding a bike, you know, but it's also, you know, if you haven't rode a bike in two years, you know, you're going to be a little, a little wobbly when you get on. So, um, you know, and so it was, uh, it was pretty awesome. And I uh, am ex extremely excited to finally like be on that home stretch and be to the point where like, all right, here we go. Let's do this. Let's deliver. You know, we've had, we've had such good, you know, such loyal fans that have stuck with us. And some of these people bought their tickets in the summer of 2019, you know? And so, wow. um, you know, we had a lot, believe it or not, we had a lot of refunds and, but there's a lot of people that were like, you know what, hold the tickets. We're coming, you know, and I think it gave people something to look forward to, you know? Yes. So, um, but yeah, we're excited. We're just excited to like be back and like, you know, this is, this is, you know, me and Amy, this is where we live. This is where we're raising yeah. our family. And so it, it feels good to like be back and doing it. So yeah, yeah. it gives a sense of normalcy again, huh? A sense of normalcy, which is, uh, which I mean, honestly, is a hell of a thing. I mean, I think, uh, you know, for a while there, none of us knew. I mean, I mean, there was a point there where like, you know, we stopped watching the news years ago because, you know, like, yeah. you know, at, at one point there was like, well, we're never going to shake hands again, you know, let alone do an event, you know? And so, yeah. you know, I think the early parts of the pandemic were really scary um, and they were isolating. And, um, you know, we went through, you know, I mean, I went through, I, you know, I battled my own mental struggles uh, sure. you know, as we went through this because like this, we put everything into this business and our careers and, you know, to bring events to people and to have it, I mean, pretty much abruptly taken away. I mean, it was, you know, cause we also, we also own and operate a couple venues. And so, you know, there was, it was just abruptly taken away and it was, uh, you know, one day we were going to show the next day it was, we, we weren't and it was done. Um, and uh, there's always that, uh, we still joke about it because I think we all we all said, "Well, let's see what happens in two weeks, and we'll come back. We'll come back to this two weeks." And like we were we were rescheduling shows, um, you know, because we we had a uh, we were rescheduling shows at the Fremont Theater in San Obispo, which is one of the venues I own, and it uh, we were rescheduling shows from March of 2020 to the end of May or June of 2020. It's going to be fine. We'll just move it. You know, we'll get through this. Oh, we'll, We'll, we'll uh, I forgot what it was, we'll, we'll, you know, together we'll beat the curve or, you know, whatever it was. I, I forgot the saying. I kind of put it in, out of my head. But, yeah. and, and then comes June, you know, obviously we postponed Cali Roots and, and then come June 2020. I say, yeah, this event's not happening. We're not, uh -huh. you know? So, um, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's been a wild ride. You know, there's so many people that, you know, their lives were changed drastically from the pandemic. Yeah. But, you know, even more so for people whose livelihood is all about live events. And when you can't do them, that's got to be just such a, uh, I mean, it's something that prior to the pandemic, nobody would have ever considered a possibility. Yeah. 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 And, but you've got yeah. such a great team. And so everybody must be pretty excited. So when this episode airs, we'll be two weeks away from the start wow. of Cali Roots, which I can't believe it's coming up so fast. But um, there's got to be just a sense of excitement that it's finally going to happen. Yeah, it's uh, there's a sense of excitement, nervousness, mm. um, over being overwhelmed, but then mo mostly, mostly, mostly excitement. And, yeah. You know, I, I, I've said it before on other interviews, and you know, one of the things that I think. You know, live events, I guess, it's our, it's, it's our livelihood. But for me, it's also a sense of pride. It's also a sense of, like, that's how we get energy. That's how we get, you know, that, that's part of what right. keeps us going. And so, you know, there was a period during the pandemic where we were doing all this planning for events that were never going to happen or they were going to get postponed. Uh -huh. And to put, put, to put all this work into something and then not get to the final product, which is the yeah. show itself, you know. And, yeah. and uh, that was hard, you know, and not being around people and not being around the crowd and not feeling that energy like when you're mm. on stage and you're looking at that crowd there's there's no way like it's just like it's it's i still don't know how musicians do in data because like that energy coming from the crowd is is so powerful and it's i mean it's uplifting but it's also like wow this is like this is intense you know and, yeah um and so i i i you know i miss that i, I miss that greatly and fortunately we're able we've been doing shows since last summer we started doing shows and um, you know, at some of our outdoor shows. And, and, and so we've been doing, you know, it's, we've been at it, but 
there's nothing like Cali Roots. For me, this is uh, right. this is the driving force on what we do, and it's uh, yeah, I'm I'm over the moon about it. Like I said, you know, I have such a great team around me that uh, has really been kind of carrying us through, and we've brought some really solid people onto our team to kind of help us keep pushing this vision. And uh, you know, while while cause I you know I still need to focus on other events that we're doing and. <laughs> um, you know, it's like there's there's a lot of things. When when we first started doing this, you know, it, it was like this was it. This is what we did. You know, and now we've grown and we're doing you know multiple events and other festivals. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's uh, this is this is this is the you know this is this is this is the one. So, do you have pretty much the same team that you had three years ago, or has there been a lot of change in the? with the panel um, and all that we have brought on a few new people um you know a couple of the people you know unfortunately we had to lay off some people um that were working with us full time um and you know some of those people haven't come back but you know as far as like you know our show specific staff most of those people have come back you know there's right. a lot of people that uh yeah, there's a lot of people that have come back that have been with us, which always helps, right? They know the event, but yeah. again, like we're still out of practice. Like, all right, gosh, let's, let's, oh, that's yeah. right. That's where that goes. Or that's how we do this. And <laughs> how do we do this in 2019? Because, yeah. Yeah, you know, you figure it's like, you know, from the last band that played to the first band that plays, you know, in the last band in 2019, yeah. the first band this year, it's going to be three years between festivals. That's you so know? crazy. I have things yeah. I do at work that I only do like once a month. And so I kind of have to like relearn them each time I do it because yeah. I don't do it every day. And I would imagine with putting on an annual festival, it's the same thing. You kind of, you know, a year later, you kind of get into the swing of, okay, this is what we do right about now. And this is what we're doing. Yep. But three years, that's, I mean, it's got to be a whole new production. It's a whole new production. And it's a whole, like, it's like, all right, let's, we know how to do this, but like, it's just like, okay, yeah, that's right. That's how we've been. And it's also like building our stamina back up. I mean, it was, mm. You know, we weren't on vacation for two years, obviously, but, you know, but we were, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's like, I, I, there's, you know, three or four months ago, I was asking myself, like, how did we do this before? Like, how did we juggle all this, all these events? How do we produce this? And then how do we be parents, you know, to our kid and make sure because, you know, that's, you know, that's more important. Like, and and like, how do we we balance all this? And like, how did we do this? You know, and uh, (laughs) I still don't know how we did it, but like, at least like, I'm feeling in the whole team's feeling in much more of a, a better groove right now and a better, a better place. And, and I personally, for me, I'm like, I feel really on my game now and I feel like really sharp and, and, and I think I feel everything's firing on all cylinders right now. Good. Good. How's the lineup? Has it changed or is it very similar to what it was supposed to be in 2020? I mean, you know, it's, it is, I would probably call it yeah, 90% uh, intact. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, we added the Thursday, which, right. which, you know, I, I did it as a gift to the fans and, and I still, it's still a gift to the fans that kind of yeah. roll with us and stuck with us. Um, and, uh, you know, in hindsight, I probably wouldn't have added the Thursday because it's, it's a lot more work. It's a whole additional day. You know, yeah. From a, from a staffing perspective, but from a financial perspective too, it's like it's a whole other day of like a festival mm. we have to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, but that day is great. I mean, you know, the Dirty Heads and Protege and Fortunate Youth and and uh. Denim and Denim, who's really making some big moves. Um, yes. Yeah, and you know Ellie Mack, and so it's it's, I, uh. it's I, I'm really excited about the Thursday, and uh, but yeah, most of it's stuck together. We. Uh, Unfortunately, we lost, uh, like Jimmy Cliff was originally mm. on a Sunday. He yeah. can no longer play. Um, and, you know, there's a couple other artists that fell off. And then we, then we added, you know, we had Stick Figure um, on mm. Saturday, who was originally on the Saturday. And, you know, he, he fell off. And then we brought Stupid on. And then, and then I went to, I went to Scott and I was like, hey, man, I, I really want you guys back on this. Yeah. We got them back. We got them back on. And, I'm really excited about it. I think the lineup is is stellar. I mean, our Sunday is, I mean, our Sunday is Junior Gong, Sean Paul, Ice Cube, um, Sublime <laughs> with Rome, Duran Jones in the Indications, which I don't know, I don't know if you're familiar with Duran, but like he's a little out of the box, but like, um, but very like he's he's so good. You know, the Common Kings, Hyrie, 
uh, Mike Love. It's just, I mean, it's just like these days are just really strong days. So, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely stacked. It is, um, it's literally like a dream festival for anybody who's a fan from this genre. I mean, what what you did to, and obviously, Cali Roots has always had a, a stellar lineup, but it's very clear that you went above and beyond to make sure that there's not a thing missing, uh, and it's it's well represented. The fans are talking about it. It's everything's been buzzing. Um, I, I am so pumped up for. I'm like a kid waiting for Christmas. For <laughs> I love it. It's uh, not a bad day. There's not a single day no, that you would look at no. the lineup and go, oh, I could miss that. Like. Every single day is a can't miss. So let me ask you this for the, for the folks that are tuning in that have been uh, going to Cali roots for years um, and they're coming back this year. Is there anything different that fans need to um, be ready for anticipate anything they should be expecting? Um, You know, I have made it a point to kind of keep it very similar to years past, um, really just to kind of like help ourselves and, you know, help everybody. Like, let's not make these drastic changes. Um, and so, you know, fairly, I mean, a lot of stuff is the same. Our sustainability is, is I'm, you know, I'm happy that COVID didn't, you know, push us backwards on the sustainability front, you know, with having single use everything because, you know, that's where we were at one point in this, right? Right. Um, and, you know, I think one of the biggest things that I'm excited for is because, you know, during the pandemic, we really had to lean into our brand, really lean into our merch. And that's how we paid the bills. That's how we kept, that's how we kept moving. That's also how we stayed relevant. Um, right. And so our merch this year on site, it's like, it's at a whole nother level. Um, we really upped our game on that. So, you know, I think people, you know, should come prepared to like, you know, we have, you know, many, many new designs. Um, and it's just going to be a whole new experience that we're going to offer there. Um, and there's, you know, I think there's various little new, like, uh, you know, lounges that we'll have throughout the venue. Um, but, you know, for the most part, we're just going to kind of keep it, you know, keep it the way we have, you know, run the playbook that we, that we know to run and, and just, you know, kind of deliver the best possible show, you know? Yeah, that's like our number. That's like our number. That's like the biggest thing, like the best possible show, and and, and keep it as, uh, as, uh, um, you know, as yeah. easy as possible. You know? You've got sure. the best possible show set up in this lineup. I mean, it, like you've mentioned, the bands. It's just, um, you know, and I, I don't want to say. We've been to a few other festivals uh, over the last seven months since things have opened up, and they've been wonderful. Everybody's been great to us. They've been great crowds, great lineups. But uh, I feel like Kelly has really kind of worked me up to the Super Bowl here. (laughs) So, you know, we did Reggae Rise Up in Vegas. It was two days, and it was awesome, and I had a great time, and it was Vegas. So, I mean, come on. Uh, and then we did, you know, of course we did Kelly, uh, vibes in Long Beach and that was three days. And again, it was, it was awesome. But this is like the, like I said, this is the Super Bowl, the, you know, the, the grand, the granddaddy of them all four days in Monterey. And I, I like, I don't even know when people are going to go to the bathroom because there's just, there's, <laughs> when there's just not a ridiculous artist playing somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, we're, I, I'm, I'm super, you know, I, I mean, I'll be, you know, I'll be frank. I mean, we, uh, there was a point there. I was like, who is playing this festival again? Because, you know, I booked this thing back in the summer of 2019 in the spring oh, of 2019. Gosh. And oh. so I, I booked this then. And so, and there was a point where, like I said, I completely stopped working on Cali Roots Festival stuff. Because I was like, you know what? It's, I'm too, it's, it's too emotionally draining. And, uh, and then there was a point where I started going through the lineup and I'm like, holy, this, this lineup, I mean, holy cow, whoever booked this is pretty awesome because this lineup is great. And, and as, as I started going through it, I was like, wow, <laughs> this is incredible. like, okay, all right. Yes, this is, this is great. And so it's like, you know, there was a point where we had to stop all marketing. You know, so it was, it was not in good taste to market through the pandemic, like, like right. selling tickets to a festival that might or might not happen yeah. um, was, was something that we couldn't do. And, and we didn't really want to spend the money on it. Um, and so, and I just kind of, I took a little break from the festival itself and just kind of like, all right, let's, 
let's focus on other things. I mean, really, I, just, I mean, I was just hanging out with my kids, you know, a lot. And, and Good. Um, yeah, that was, that was, I mean, I, that, I think that was one of the, the greatest silver linings of it all. You know, it's like to spend that kind of time with McKenna and to be able to, you know, be a part of, of, of everyday life with her. And, and especially through the summers when I would usually be doing other shows or at other festivals. And, right. um, you know, it was, it's, uh, it was, it was good. That part was really good. So. Now I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. I'm not going to ask you like the one artist that you're most looking forward to, but are there a few shows that a few artists that you're really looking forward to seeing? Um, I think, uh, let's see here. I think chronics, um, is a big mm-hmm. one for me coming out, coming out of Jamaica. Um, yeah. I, I really want to, you know, I'm really excited to see what, uh, you know, what he brings. Uh, I think our show is going to be one of his first U.S. appearances since the pandemic. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, Stick again because, you know, Stick has come a long way over the last few years um, yes. to where, I mean, Stick is now, you know, he's a bonafide headliner, you know, um, to see that. I think, uh, you know, Bumpin' Uglies is another one. They, uh, they have love them. Yeah, they have pushed so hard through the pandemic and mm. I'm really excited to see them on the bowl stage, um, you know, delivering their, you know, giving people their sound, which, you know, it's a yeah. different sound, you know? So, um, and then I'm, I'm excited to have, you know, I'm excited to have some wine with Rome. This is their first gallery sure. with us. Um, we just did a bunch of shows, you know, not, we done not a bunch of shows. We just did a show last year in November with them in Mexico, you know, so, you know, I, I'm looking forward to, to working with those guys and having them come out um, and, and being on our stage for the first time. Um, and I think, you know, the other artists, you know, the article sound system. Um, yes. I think, uh, I think that band's got something. Um, I think uh, I've been, I've been a fan of theirs for the last few years. We had them on Arizona roots. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, that's yeah, when I heard that. them. That's the first time I saw them live. Yeah. It was so yeah. great. I love that. Yeah. You, me in the mud. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there was a lot of mud. What was it like yeah. the the worst rainstorm they had in like a hundred years in the yeah. Phoenix area? Yeah. Something it was ridiculous. Like the worst, it was like the most rain in a six hour yeah. period in a hundred years in the, in the Phoenix yeah. area. I'm like, oh great, rain for our gates, awesome. <laughs> awesome, super good yeah. weekend to be having yeah. you know a show yeah. in yeah. on a dirt floor. So there yeah, you was it was it wasn't your your dad was at that show too, right? He was. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was. Uh, that one, we haven't been back to Arizona since. We'll bring back Arizona roots in 2023. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, but like Article, you know, Article Sound Systems, great band. Um, I, I think Logan is. Just, I think she's phenomenal. Um, I think you know the entire band's great. And I don't know if you follow their social media, but their social media is like it's it's very quirky, and, but uh, mm-hmm. but it's good. Like that's like yeah. that's they they're they're harnessing what social media should be used for, and like really the attraction. I mean, it's not just about posting posters i mean social media can go on about how social media is is becoming worse and worse but but they're they've really done a really good job on their socials and uh, they have a great sound like i said logan's awesome it's good to have that female energy um and so yeah yeah and yeah i mean that's you know that's kind of you know i mean there's i mean i'm obviously sean paul and ice cube i think are, are you know i'm looking forward to those and um i always look forward to that atmosphere I'm uh, I'm typically pretty busy during these festivals, but if you need somebody to attend to Ice Cube's green room, uh, <laughs> let me know, and I'll, I'll be around to take care of things. I love Such it. Such a I giver. I was, what I a giver you are, Yeah, I like it. Take I love the team. it. Yeah, you have so many of the artists from the House That Brownie Built album yeah. on the lineup, so I'm super excited for that. I'm always... It, it feel like family, you know, all these people that, that uh, contributed to the album. And so yeah. for me, it just feels like it's such a very different vibe from the last time we were there because we obviously that was, in fact, it was at Cali Roots that I first met Paul Milbury, the general manager of Law Records, who was the one who came up with the idea for the House of Bradley Belt. So oh, if we that. hadn't been there and I hadn't had that conversation, that album may not have ever happened so yeah i love that i love paul's great too and like you know you get you know, oh, yeah yes. like you know with you you know your sods involved i mean involved with yes. me I, I love ye i think i think they're uh, so great yeah they're so awesome and i uh i like said law records is great paul's awesome yeah you know, and i think uh you know it's uh you know yeah but we have a lot of the bands i mean we've got yeah it's uh pepper, right. I mean, obviously pepper so mm-hmm yeah, there's a there's a huge list. Now, Dan, I got to ask you, when you're booking this show, 
Um, I mean, obviously it's a business, so you're you're thinking about selling tickets, but there's got to be a little piece of you that's booking this for yourself, right? I mean, you're 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 picking out bands that you want to listen to. Of course, of course, right. of course, hundred percent. I mean, it's 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 uh, you know, I mean, yes, hundred percent. I I definitely do that, and I mean, you know. You know, one thing I think a lot of people don't know about me is, you know, I actually, you know, I listen to, I listen to a lot of music, but one of my, you know, one of my favorite styles of music is, is like, uh, like outlaw country, Americana country. Um, oh. Yeah, that's, uh, I, you know, I'm a huge, like, Tyler Childers fan, Zach Bryan, uh, Cody James, those are like a lot of artists I listen to. And so you know, I'm listening to those artists because, like, I have to keep my, my reggae ears kind of fresh. I can't, you know, if I listen sure. to reggae all the time, it would, it would, you know, it probably wouldn't be, uh, Right. Um, yeah. So, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting time. Um, and I think we, uh, I not cause I'm starting to get ready to book calories 2023. So I'm going back into like, back into like immersing myself in the music. Um, you know, which is, uh, like I said, extremely important to like really kind of immerse yourself in it. All right. Who's like, who do I want to book? And like, we have so many of the bands on, you know, that are playing now, um, but like, who am I going to bring out for 2023? So I have a couple ideas. I got a couple ideas too, but we'll talk about those later. (laughs) (laughs) I I would love to to hear your ideas. (laughs) He's always got ideas. Who do you want to see in Cali Roots 2023? Uh, I'd like to start by seeing Ras One at Cali Roots in 2023. And uh, Ras has a brand new album that's actually coming out this summer. And after you hear it, I'm sure you're going to want to book him anyway. Um, Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. I have one. There's also a young man who's... uh, He's making some incredible new music right now. He goes by the name Jacob Noel, and uh, he he absolutely crushed it at Cali Vibes, and uh, he is writing new music as we speak, and it is fucking killer. So, and I happen to know the guy that books both of them. So, uh, very subtle, Jared. Very yeah. subtle. Yes, I love it. I love it. Well, let's, yeah, let's talk. I love it. I I would love to get both of them on. So, yes, I would love that also. Now, I will tell you, it's because the reason why I asked that is because, uh, in, well, I guess it was the end of last year, I came to Kelly and I said, Hey, can we, can we plan an event, uh, around Cali vibes in Long Beach? And she basically said, Yeah, but you go, go ahead and do that because I've got 7,000 other things that are going on. So if you need help with anything, let me know, but just go. And I went, yeah, Okay. So I'm booking this for me. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just booked everybody that I wanted to hear. And, uh, it turned out that everybody else wanted to hear it and we had a sellout and it was, but I, uh, for that little night and those four bands, I ran around like a chicken with my head cut off. So I can't even imagine what you, uh, what you deal with. And the first thing is, is I booked four bands that I absolutely love and are all great. And then everybody's kind of looking at me like, so who's, uh, who's the opener? <laughs> oh boy. That's gotta like, be a tough one. Well, none of you guys are opening acts, but fuck, someone's got to go on first. I don't know. Someone's got to, someone's got to go on first. Yeah. Right. Usually, yeah. You know, that's when the DJ goes up first. Yeah. Well, the DJ is going first. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it's the billing is my least favorite part of this whole thing, but oh, God, that's yeah. gotta be tough. It's tough. It's, uh, it's, and it's, you know, it's all, yeah. Music is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough. It's, I, I have my struggles with it. And, you know, I, I mean, our Mexico poster, I'm going with a new format where we go all alphabetical. You know, I'm like, all right, guys. Ah, so if you, you guys can, if nobody can play nice in the sandbox <laughs> and everybody thinks they're bigger than the other guy, let's stand. I'm going to go alphabetical, you know? So I love that idea. That's a yeah. good, good one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, yeah. So that's, that's kind of our new model. We'll see how it goes for the big one. Uh, we did it for yeah. our Mexico. We did it for our Mexico one, but uh, we'll see how it goes for the big festivals. It's nice. A, you never think about that kind of stuff until I start kind of get into this. And then like, I'm calling Kelly and I'm like, you see how little law's name is on this poster. What's going on with this? What, how, what, what? I need bigger yeah. letters. Yeah, so I, I do. I do get it. I got it. Yeah. I got some. I got managers that pull out rulers, and they're like measuring their name on. <gasps> and like, and like my artists, you know, they do like we do what we can, but like, you know, sometimes there's going to be a little bit more spacing between an right. R, and an R and an E, or an S and an L, you know, and 
And uh, I use those two initials if you can figure that out. But yeah, yeah so, so, I, so I, I, I use, you know, and so and then they're like, well, you know, this one has like, you know, it's like it's this one's a wide, it's longer on the poster. Well, yeah, because there's more letters in it, you know, and so <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a challenge. But uh, okay, so for everybody who's listening to this right now, if you are considering starting a band, go with the Aardvarks. It's two A's and you're guaranteed to be right at the front of all of these posters. That's right. That's right. And like, we have the debate, like what, where does a number go? Does a, does a number go first? So like 311, oh, where would 311 go? Would they go yeah. first or they go last? No, numbers go first. Yeah, numbers go first. I've had people yeah. tell me numbers go last. I'm like, what school did you, where, where, <laughs> where's that? What do you mean they go last? That's not how I grew up. I mean, that's like so. Coordinate the numbers with the letter. So, like, they start with C as the third letter in the alphabet, and you you just count it no. as a C. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it doesn't work. That. As an editor, I would tell you. The art book. You're gonna want to go with this. Yeah. Something out there is. Yeah, the number or, one aardvarks would actually be Yeah, or just, or just straight one. Yeah, just like one. <laughs> What's the name of your band? One. One. It's, and it's the number one. We're not spelling it out, so. <laughs> the number well, like, one, and it's super know. big. <laughs> uh, but yes, it's, it's uh, but yeah, I, I love ideas, and, and, and I, I'm always... I'm always, always ears when people have ideas on, uh, you know, artists they want to see on it. Because, um, you know, like I said, the top of the lineup is fairly easier to build. It's always the bottom parts of the lineup that you're like, all right, what can we plug in here that is going to be cool, unique, different, that, you know, that hasn't played the festival before, that, uh, you know, also, like, you know, there's uh, there's some substance there, you know, so. That's got to be hard, too, though. I. The, the whole, you know, who hasn't played before? Because I know whenever we are creating benefit shows, I have people that, you know, have played for us before and I love and they're so great to work with and they have, you know, donated their time. And I just, and I would just love to have them back again because it's so much easier and I love them, but but you can't do that, right? Like you have to kind of spread it around a little bit. That must be a difficult part of booking the show is, also. It is, but then at the same time, you know, it's like how, you know, it's like we, you know, it's, it's, you know, how many bands do we have in our scene, you know, it's like, yeah. so we try to expand out of the scene, you know, and, you know, do we book a, you know, for a headline, do we book like a major laser, um, you know, because right. they have, they have some Reggae influence. Do we book a Snoop Dogg, um, you know, because yeah. there's obviously the, 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 a cultural influence, um, you know, and, you know, we, how do we keep it uh, to where not just, you know, and, and no offense to these bands, but how do we just keep, you know, to where we're not just booking revolution and slightly stupid, right. um, you know, as our headliners. I, and I love those guys. And, but, but at sure. the same time, we're looking for new, we're looking, it's like, it's important for us to, to uh, have new headliners and people that will step up, um, you know, uh, you know, with those bands and will become our new headliners in the next five years. You know, you know, yeah. is that, you know, is that a hiring or, you know, is that, you know, the movement is making big moves. Um, you know, it's like, what are our next bands um, to kind of get into those bigger slots? You know? Yeah. So when you're booking the show and it's, you know, almost a year or so ahead, you're really having to kind of predict the future and think, okay, who are people going to want to hear and, who's got something going that's that's a challenge it is a challenge thank you for saying that i think people think it's uh, you know it's like people think oh he's just you know he's just picking names out of a hat you know it's like, sure. no, it, it, it is it is a challenge and you know you also have to kind of craft your days you know you have to you know make sure that things go well together um you know, I've, uh, you know, and then you know, we always deal with it on the, you know, well, you know, these Jamaican, you know, some of these Jamaican roots acts should headline because they're foundation artists. And sure. I, re I respect that. But like, I also like, I'm also, you know, it's like, well, it's hard to justify that with some of it because, well, you know, stick figure sells 5,000 tickets and, you know, right. so, and so only sells 700 tickets. You run into that aspect, you know, that is kind of a, you know, it is something I have to deal with, you know, and, and you know, uh, you know, we, I don't necessarily want to put, uh, 
you know, it, I mean, ticket sales are a big thing, right? I mean, it's like we're in the music business, you know, hence the word business. So it's like we got to sell tickets and that's, our, you know, that's, that's our business. But Well, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if, so. if people want to be able to go to a festival like that, it has to be profitable for you guys. Yeah, right? it has Otherwise to you won't go yeah, to all that yeah. trouble. It's a shit ton of work to do for free. <laughs> I hate that whole, like, oh, it's got to be a roots, you know, Jamaican in order. I, I think people take the terminology reggae too seriously, not understanding that music evolves. I mean, I, I don't think Waylon Jennings would consider anything on today's hits country, country music, but it's still country music uh, because that's what it, it it is advertised and sold as. So m- music evolves and these bands that are out there doing it now are doing an amazing job and soldier just won the grammy i mean i i think that it's uh it's time to stop saying like wow stick figure doesn't sound like bob marley don't call it fucking reggae the music's evolved yep i i I agree 100 with you i i agree i mean that's always that's been my stance for a while like i completely agree it's like you can't compare it's like Stick figure is not going to sound like Bob, or yeah, you know, Soja is not going. I mean, Soja has been doing this since the '90s. You know what I mean? Like, it's like this is not an overnight success, man. Like, these guys have been doing this since the '90s. It's like my first shows with Soja was '99, 2000. You know what I mean? It's like, and so like, I, it's I, yeah, it's that still baffles me. And it's like, well. You know, yeah, yeah, they're, you know, quote unquote, they're white guys, but like, you know, I mean, the two horn players are from Puerto Rico and like, and so like, it's, you know, like it's, it, the whole thing is this, I, I, it, it was, I'm super excited for Soja and I also, it upset me that they got so much backlash um, from, you know, different communities about that and, and, you know, really kind of got ripped uh, because, you know, mm. because they were a white band. It's like, guys, like, these guys are bringing reggae to the forefront. I mean, that's right. a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, you know, I've always, it's not, no one's, you know, trying to steal the culture. It's not culture right. vultures. It's like, we're trying to elevate this music because we all love this music. This is all something we're in love with, you know? And, and right. you know, reggae music is like, you know, driving force for a lot of us in this industry. So, yeah. We've had so many people on the podcast um, and, and different people that we've spoken to, and I'm sure Kelly's heard it a million times as well, people that have found Bob Marley because of Sublime. Um, you know, hearing Brad cover Bob's songs, and then they go and find Bob. Um, there's a whole generation of people who know who Don Carlos is, and that's yeah. because stupid's been bringing him on tour for years and rolling him out not that he's not a legend he's an absolute legend but there wouldn't be 20 year old white kids from texas that would know who don carlos is if stupid didn't have him on tour for so these these younger acts are or newer acts i guess are they're certainly paying the the tribute to the to, to those who came before them for sure yeah, and, and that's right there. I mean, it's like we're there. Everybody's paying tribute to it, and, and bands like Slightly Stupid and bands like Revolution, you know, have really kind of you know made it a, a strong point to kind of really showcase the roots. And um, and I do it. You know, I have my my show on on Sirius that I you know I have my last set of the of my show is is a root set because um, I think it's extremely important for people to also know. The, the roots and the foundation of reggae music. It's not, you know, it's not, it wasn't a, a music that was, you know, invented or, or came from California. It did come from Jamaica. And I think it's extremely important for people to, to know that and to know these artists. But I think, you know, I, I think the goal for all of us is like, if they listen to a revolution, will they listen to, then will they discover something else as, you know, as, you know, on Spotify, you know, like, will something else come up for them? Will they be, you know, then listen to a Pablo Moses or, you know, an Israel Vibration or the Mighty Mm -hmm. Diamonds, you know, it's like, will those kind of artists and like, will they be able to discover more of those artists? And I think that's a big part of it all, you know? Yeah. And you guys did such a great job with your center stage reggae icon campaign that you did of really, highlighting and targeting a lot of the roots and i think that was super helpful especially like jared said for the younger people that maybe would never discover those artists but to be able to incorporate that you know and and highlight those 
for the younger generations, as well as the people who've been listening for years, I think was really helpful too. There's such a, um, I think there's such a, a great appreciation that a lot of times people don't recognize, you know, music is an art form, just like anything else. And so it's subjective. And just because, you know, we call this genre reggae, it, it has evolved, it has grown, but you know, you can never go forward without also recognizing where you come from. And, and so I think you guys are really to be commended for incorporating the past and the future and bringing it all together and yet still creating a festival that's relevant, that people want to go and hear the, the artists and discover new artists and, you know, hear, hear the roots. I mean, it's, it's a good combination of everything, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And that yeah, can't, absolutely. can't be easy. can't be easy to do. You've got to balance a lot of stuff there. We do. We do. And again, you know, like we, we got to sell tickets, but we also have to right. make sure that we're, uh, you know, we're showcasing, you know, we do, we, we kind of intertwine it as best we can, you know? Yeah. I mean, and there is a sense of responsibility, you know, and I think you guys take that very seriously. Yeah. And, and I really, really appreciate that about you. And that, that I think is a big part of what makes us want to be a part of it too, because you guys are so um, uh, just real standouts in that area. Now, when was the first Cali Roots Festival? Uh, 2010. Wow. Okay, so it has been over 10 years. That's oh, yeah, impressive. We've, we've, uh, we've been stuck in year 11 for the last, uh, you know, <laughs> the last two years. But <laughs> we should have been in, what, 11, 12. We should, this should have been our 13th annual. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Yeah, people, people always ask me, are you just going to like make it the 13th? No, no, because 11, <laughs> 11 and 12 haven't happened. So like, yeah. You know, in the history books, there's going to be an asterisk next to this, you know, so. Oh, you guys did like a screening version though, right? What's, yeah, yeah, we did, we did. Yeah, it was called Can't Stop the Music, um, which is great. I mean, the first year we did it, we crushed yeah. it. We had, we had like, you know, 15, 20,000 viewers. Um, the second year we did it, people were out and about, so it didn't go all that well. Because um, yeah. by that time, everybody was tired of streaming concerts and it was right. i was tired of them I'm like oh god are we going to do this again so um <laughs> it was it, it just wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't as fulfilling as obviously being in person you know and it was right. a lot of work to put these things together too like yeah a lot of work which again was something that was a big surprise to me we did a live stream yeah, and I, I was like bam that was like almost as much work as doing an actual show i know i know i know plus you have all the you know technical difficulties to <laughs> to deal with as well tell me about it yeah so what what, obviously the one of the reasons why cali roots has always held such a a sentimental place in my heart is because it happens on memorial day weekend which is when i lost my brother why why did you guys decide to start doing it then was it just so that it would be easier for people to travel and take the time off work and all that yeah that was that was that was the primary reason yeah it was it was easier for people to come off work it was a three-day weekend um, you know, and you know, that, that was, that was the primary reason. Yeah. Um, and Monterey, and Monterey in May is beautiful. I mean, it's Monterey in oh. May can either be super, super foggy or uh, super beautiful. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like a 50, 50. Our, you know, our best weather here is in October. So I'm, I, I've been trying to do a festival in October here. For is October. it really? Oh, Interesting. Yeah. It's prime time here in October. So. Well, I don't know when it's not beautiful there. Monterey is just a gorgeous area. I mean, it's, it's a great place to have a show because everybody wants to come to California and it's such a lovely area. I mean, it's just the best of, of California. I really think, cause you don't have all the, the crowds and the traffic that you do down here in Southern California. Um, it's just, it's just beautiful. It's a great spot. It is. It is. We're fortunate. And we, you know, we, yeah, we're fortunate that we live here, you know? Yeah. It does not suck. I would yeah, say shout out to my dad who, when I told him we were going to Monterey, he was like, dude, I, I don't know about those bands, but you're going to one of the most incredible places in the world. And yeah. So, um, yeah, so he was, he, he, he talked it up pretty good. And, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck where it is. Didn't care who the lineup was, dad. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're looking at it from different angles. Um, let, let me ask you, when you are bringing in an ice cube for this type of uh, for this type of festival, and uh, you know, are, are they kind of like, you know, where do I fit in in this? No, no, I mean, not really. They, uh, 
It was a little ice cube was a little different, you know. That was uh, definitely more of an out of the box one. I mean, like so, I've had Nas before, and we had the Roots. Um, it was, uh, yeah. He, I mean, you know, I mean, everybody's smoking weed, you know. So, you know, it's like freaking, you know, it's ice cube. I think everybody, I think everybody was. It, it wasn't. <laughs> there was definitely some people that were like, well, this is a reggae festival. It's like reggae is the heartbeat of our festival you know it's like but like we're you know we we try to incorporate this and we put in some jam stuff here and there but um yeah it was uh you know they they got it they got it music music and art festival to be specific and i think it's wonderful that you guys incorporate all of that into it and that was one thing that i noticed too when we were there in 2019 just walking around and seeing all the different vendor booths and stuff. I mean, you really stay true to that mission of showcasing music and art. And I think it's just such a wonderful combination. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's, uh, we've worked really hard to kind of make it, you know, flow together, um, with the art and the music and, and, uh, you know, this year we have a new art director that's doing, you know, the, the, you know, installations and the murals around, around the venue. Mm. So, um, which should be great, you know, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really pleased with how our, our program has developed over the years. And there, will there be on-site camping again this year? Uh, not, I mean, not really. It's, I mean, we do primarily our camping is for staff and artists. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not a camping festival. It's just, we, you know, there's enough hotels around that people, you know, majority of our people stay in hotels. Yeah. Hotels are expensive. So So let me ask you this, Dan. You've been doing this for 11 and a half years now. Um, that's We're going to call those two streams a uh, half. So 11, <laughs> 11 and a half years of this. Um, do you have a a guilty pleasure out in the snack row? Like, is that like, are you looking forward to the festival elephant ears or pe- like, what's your, what's funnel your cake? Fe- elephant ears. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Elephant ears is a funnel cake without the funnels. The elephant ear is just one large. Oh, where the funnel, I never heard that. Where the no. funnel cake Must be an like East Coast thing. Waffly. Um, so, you know, like, is there, uh, do you have a go-to festival food that you always sneak out to go find? Um, well, this year we have a new vendor, a local vendor, churros. Um, and oh. they make these, they make these incredible churros. Um, and so that will be probably the thing I sneak the most. Um, and they make like bouquets of churros. And so like, you can buy what? like 10 or 15 and they're like all like super nice. And they walk around giving out churros to people. Um, oh. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to my catering company. Like, you know, our catering, like, we have soft serve ice cream machine in our catering that, you know, with what? all like, with all the Sunday fictions that's just out, you know, and so we'll, you know, like, we kind of love it. Like, she'll like go in there and like, you know, and, and, you know, she has honestly, you know, she can do whatever she wants. So, you know, she goes in there and gets ice cream, you know, they hook her up with soft serve, but. Awesome. Yeah, they make these. Yeah, they make these incredible breakfasts. Yeah, it's. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to it all. I've got. I got something really important I need to talk to you about when we get there. I'll meet you at the ice cream. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, my pleasure. I, I would love to have you guys have some ice cream. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. I look. At, there's yeah. There's things like that, and you know, we have some incredible food vendors. Uh, you know, like uh, Musubis are kind of like one of my go tos. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Which you know, I, I grew up in Hawaii, so it's like Musubi. So it's like I call it like the Hawaiian energy bar. Um, <laughs> and so I usually have like I usually have our Hawaiian food vendor like you know, all right, I want to get like ten Musubis a day that we'll just bring to the office and we'll you know, we'll hook, hook people up with them. And do you um, do the spam Musubi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. my oldest, my oldest son and my dad both love spam. I we grew up sailing and dad would always have spam on the boat and yep, I and I were perfect. mortified. And somehow my oldest son just was born with a taste for spam. And spam I'm sure so he got good. it from my dad. <laughs> spam is so, so good. McKenna, my, McKenna loves spam. Like she absolutely oh loves it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, you know, I mean, spam is, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, sailing obviously. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it came over, you know, the, the, the military brought it over to him in Hawaii because, you know, it was food that, you know, it didn't go bad. Right. So, sure. so it became part of, you know, became a big part of Hawaii. So, um, yeah, more spam is sold in Hawaii than anywhere in the world. So, yeah. Well, sorry, That's- guys. 
I lost you for a second. I was Googling where I can donate plasma for extra money to pay for these churros because <laughs> I remember I remember when I went to Disneyland, I think I spent like thirteen hundred and fifty dollars in churros. So I'm I'm just preparing myself for, for extra extra money here now. Perfect. Great. I love it. You're oh, on it, gosh. Man. I love it. He is. Well, Dan, thank you so much. I know we've kept you longer than I had promised we had some challenges getting started with the audio and you've given us way more of your time than I could have asked for. Thank you so much for always being so gracious, for always being so supportive of everything we're doing at the Knoll Family Foundation. And of course, we're putting on an incredible festival year after year. I know we're super looking forward to it. We've talked to so many people that are excited about going that have their tickets. Anyone who doesn't have their tickets yet, one day passes are still available right yeah single yeah single day tickets single are day. still available yeah i mean we sold out on the multi-days and uh yeah so single days thursday friday saturday sunday tickets are all available um at californiarootsfestival.com okay. right california roots plural festival.com yep. awesome well thank you so much i'm looking forward to seeing you and amy and i would love to get a chance to meet mckenna i hope she's going to be there you she guys will. do she a will. great yeah. job and i know it's a lot of work Thank you so much for taking your time when you're so close to the show coming up. And I know you must have 101 things to do. We sure appreciate you. We love everything you do, not just for us, but for the entire Reggae Rock community. Thank you guys so much. We love your family. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. And uh, like I said, I look forward to meeting you. I'll be the one looking mean standing outside of Ice Cube's green room with the ice cream. <laughs> And, uh, and the yeah. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be easy to spot <laughs> got it i love it, I love it. thank you guys this has been thank a you thank you dan we appreciate you kelly in the history of bradley's house we haven't had too many guests that have made multiple appearances but dan sheen is certainly one who is more than worthy of that title the guy's got stories for days. He's booked everybody and anybody, and he puts on probably what is considered the top festival every single year. I could have talked to him for a week and still had stuff to talk about. He's awesome. Such a wonderful person. Great human being. I love his wife, Amy. And I just can't imagine how much work goes into producing Cali Roots or any festival, to be honest. But Cali Roots is just such an iconic, seminal festival that so many people look forward to every year. There's so much that goes into producing a festival. And the fact that he would take time with us two weeks before the festival is really incredible. What a great human being. Now, anybody who wants to check out his Sirius XM show that he hosts with Eric from Revolution, make sure you check that out on the spectrum channel 28 it's every monday night at 8 p.m pacific time great show with all kinds of reggae rock music make sure you check that out and of course if you have not gotten your tickets yet for cali roots they have one day festival passes still available make sure you go to californiarootsfestival.com grab those tickets we will be there may 26th through 29th We'll be there all four days. It's going to be a phenomenal weekend, and I can't wait. I hope to see everybody there. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Now, typically, <laughs> this is the part of the show where I let everybody know how they can make a donation to the Knoll Family Foundation. However, I'm going to be sharing my Venmo and Cash App, and it's going to be the churro donations for this week. <laughs> No, no, of course not, guys. You guys know why we're doing this. And uh, <laughs> we're raising money for uh, the Knoll Family Foundation and so we can get Bradley's house up and open. You guys can click on the link tree in the description. It'll get you to all things Knoll Family Foundation. You can find out, uh, keep up to date on events and different things that are going on. And, of course, ways that you can donate and be a part of, uh, of what we've got going on here. Uh, every dollar goes a long way. Every share of the podcast, likes, comments, uh, emails, uh, Kelly or myself or Anna, we see them all, uh, and it all it means a lot for everything that we're doing here, guys. So make sure you go ahead and click that link tree or visit the org. Check out some merch and uh, just a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Um, we've been teasing it for a little while. We're gonna have a bigger announcement, but Kelly, I, I think it's it's almost time for another another Knoll Family Foundation shindig. 
It really is. And I think this is a really great time to announce it. June 25th at Alex's Bar in Long Beach. We are going to be back there with an incredible benefit show. I'm so excited. Of course, my nephew Jacob is going to be there playing some sublime music. And the last time we did this back in February, as you know, Jared, it was a sellout show. You put on this incredible show. There were so many people that wanted to get in that couldn't. So um, we'll have those tickets on sale soon through alexsbar.com. I am so excited about this show. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have some great surprises for everybody. So definitely stay tuned to the Null Family Foundation social media, and we'll be putting out some official announcements soon. That's right, guys. So lots of exciting stuff coming up. Again, remember, visit the org. Find out how you can be a part of everything that we've got going on. Look forward to seeing you guys all out at Cali Roots. I am so excited for it. And I think it makes sense. We talked a little bit about it. Everyone knows that when you're leaving Bradley's house, yes, we kick you out, but we send you out with a song. And... Uh, <laughs> And this week, I think it, it makes a ton of sense. Um, we're going to be playing from Revolution Roots Reggae Music, which is uh, something that Dan talked a little bit about with us. Uh, I know you guys are going to enjoy it. I'm so excited to see them out at Cali Roots and see all of you guys as well. Until next time, I'm Jared Orr. She's Kelly Noel. You don't have to go home, but it's time to leave Bradley's house. Tell you now we're grooving Nothing like roots reggae music